This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the Living in Fierce Alignment channel. My name is Kayla and I am the host. So today, what I'm going to talk about is earlier this year, I went ham on shifting my money mindset and I was reading books, I was listening to hypnosis, I was meditating, journaling like a crazy person and it paid off to be quite honest. And so one of the really amazing insights that I got was from a book called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And I love this book. She is an incredible author. And you might also know her other book called You Are a Badass. So I recommend reading both. And these are excellent books for people who are a bit newer to the personal development world because they she really does dive into self-limiting beliefs and just really paying attention to language and that kind of thing. So there's a couple of things that I'm going to bring up in this episode today that I want to discuss with you. And I love talking about spirituality and meditation and all those good things. And I'm also really crazy about neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, just really understanding how our brain works with submodalities and just how we can shift the way that we think and see things in our mind and that really shifts how we perceive our outer reality. So what I'm going to talk about today is some examples. This is from her book from the chapter best practices for busting yourself and I want to talk about the choice of language and there's a couple of examples that I'm going to give here that we say all the effing time and we do not realize how limiting this is to us. So examples of things that we say all the time that we probably don't even realize that I've taken the time myself to really shift and I catch myself now and I catch my clients when they speak things like things to shift. Okay. Saying I want, I wish I need, I can't, I'm trying, I hope I should, I don't know. So these are examples of language patterns that are coming from a place of scarcity and what I mean by that is that it's coming from a place of lack, a place of can't do, can't have, should, things that are out of our control and so I want to give examples of how funny is that I literally just said I want I'm giving examples of what you can say and said so the first one when we say things like I want it is because I lack When we say, I wish, it really means, but I'm not in control. And therefore, it's disempowering. When we say, I wish, even though it feels good to say, I wish, we're giving our power away. When we say, I need, we're speaking from a place of, I don't have, and speaking from a place of lack. When we say, I can't, kind of obvious, super implying, cutting off any possibility or chance of being successful in whatever it is that you want to do or have. When we say, I'm trying, this one literally drives me insane. When I talk with clients and I hear them say, I'm trying, I literally shut that shit down right away. And this is why. When we say, I'm trying, 
if I were to ask you, say if you're playing on your phone right now and you're listening to this or you've got a pen in front of you or whatever, and I said, I want you to try and pick up your phone. Well, I want you to try and pick up your pen. What does that even mean? You either pick up the pen or you don't. Trying is not a thing. You either do it or you don't. And the real underlying thing that I'm pointing at is trying implies that you're not committed because someone who's committed to picking up a pen will pick up the effing pen. So I do not say I'm trying anymore and I catch my clients when they say it because it's, again, it's another disappearing example. Here's a couple other ones. I hope basically implies that it might happen or might not which also implies that it's lacking faith. I should implies maybe I won't, maybe I don't wanna. Again, it's it's waffling, right? We're no place for waffles here, okay? The last one, I don't know, really spoken as truth slams the door on finding out. So what that means is I don't know is not the same as I'll figure it out or I'll find out which still implies you don't know the answer, but you're willing to get the answers. So things that you can say instead, excellent places, replacements, I have, I create, I'm grateful for, I enjoy, I can, I choose, I love. So for example, with I want, if you're journaling or even if you're speaking into existence what it is that you want, saying I have, writing in the present tense, you probably hear this a lot in personal development. When you write in the present tense and let's say if you're literally manifesting and you are saying I have, it's done. When we say I want, then you're going to get want more and more want you're going to continue to want more money you're going to continue to want that perfect relationship you're going to continue to want to lose the weight or gain the weight or whatever it is that you want right when we say i wish implying we're not in control saying i create again gives you control you are the one creating someone else cannot create for you you have to be the one that creates i'm grateful for in contrast i need so let's say you need to go do groceries there's a snowstorm outside you don't have that much food left in the fridge instead of saying i need this and i need that and i need whatever from the grocery store and i can't drive then you can say i'm so grateful that i have mustard and turkey and some spinach i'm gonna make a great dinner and it just shifts the con the context right and it shifts the vibration of what you're experiencing Saying I enjoy rather than I can't or I'm trying. So I enjoy implies that you're doing it. The other thing too that you can say instead of I'm trying is I'm in the process of, right? So I've definitely had coaching conversations with clients where I've been like, say I'm committed and that's super confronting. A baby step is saying I'm in the process of. And then when you feel good and confident and you've really flexed to that muscle of shifting your language from the word trying, saying I'm committed is like black and white, right? 
So there's a little, little hint there for you to take on. When we look at saying, I should, saying I choose. Me going to the gym, I go to CrossFit on average three to five days a week. And I, back in the day, I was not being this consistent. I started being consistent in June 2020, and we're now at the end of November 2020, and it's been about six months now. And before that, 100%, the language I was using is I should go and work out. I should go for a run. I should go and lift weights. I should this, I should that, I should whatever. And it was really disempowering. So instead, I say I choose to go to the gym three to four times a week. I choose to go and work out in the morning on the weekend so that I have the rest of the day off. I choose to go and work out immediately after work so that I don't procrastinate. Choosing, there's always a choice because even when you choose to not do something, it's still a choice. So when you acknowledge that you get to choose what it is you do or don't do, it puts a lot more power back into your pocket because it's coming from a place of intention, whereas I should is like this external waffling thing again. And the last thing, saying I don't know, like I mentioned, saying I'll figure it out. I'm not sure and, and you know, really just being curious and, and thinking, okay, I don't know the answers. How can I be open-minded about this? Right? And the other word that I said as well is I love. And saying I love again is getting into gratitude. I love this. I love that. And just really focusing on what it is you want will amplify that. Like I mentioned earlier, this concept of law of attraction and focusing on what it is that you want. So I just wanted to share some of these examples with you because I think they're really powerful. And the last one that I want to share with you that might be shocking is when we say, somebody says something to you and we say, I know. Or we say just in general, like, I know, blah, blah, blah. But it's more when somebody says something to you and you say, I know. And Ironically, it slams the door to possibility of learning more because how can you learn what you already think you know? So this is similar to when we say, I don't know. Slams the door. So instead of saying, I know, again, being curious, like peeking out from behind the curtain, like what more can I learn? Because when you stop learning, you stop growing, right? So I think that that is another one to really watch out for because it's something that we say all the time. These are things we say all the time. And once you program yourself and you catch yourself, you start to hear it in other people. And it's like mind-blowing to hear how limiting we are and how we speak. It's not just our beliefs in our mind. It's how we speak that really can limit us in our life. And so a really good quote that I got from the book as well that I wanted to share with you was, Either your self-limiting beliefs are successful or you are. That is gold. Either your self-limiting beliefs are successful or you are. So basically, these little nuggets that I shared with you in terms of how you can shift your language, 
these are opportunities for you to be successful. And all of these suggestions that I gave you, you're probably gonna have to go back and listen to this episode again and write them down. I highly recommend that. And even shifting how you journal with these language patterns instead will set you up for success because the way that I'm teaching you to speak right now is a form of declaration and coming from a place of creation. I'm encouraging you to stop shutting doors and open your mind instead and just being curious. I talk about being curious a lot on this podcast actually now that I now that I say that word again and I think that curiosity always leads to learning and it leads to possibility and it leads to creativity and I'm all about creating a phenomenal life and I really want that for other people too so this is why I always I always talk about curiosity and just being curious I think is such a gift to have one of the reasons why I love cats to be completely honest I have two black and white cats one named Boots one named Goofy they're three and four years old and I love witnessing them in a place of curiosity it is the most interesting thing ever and i think that when we're curious as humans that is when creativity shows up and we get to start building and forming and transforming things in our life so i hope that this podcast episode inspired you and it's going to get you thinking and just paying attention to how you speak and if you want to share this with people so they can shift their language then everybody wins so I want to thank you for listening today and I really want to acknowledge you for taking the time to invest this time in growing yourself, being open-minded and wanting to learn more about mindset and manifestation and language and how you can be your best self and just, just exploring. I really want to acknowledge you for that. So thank you for listening and if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. You can leave a review, share this podcast episode or share my channel on social media and tag me. I would love that. And if you want to reach out and share what you learned, if you have any questions or insight, I love connecting with my audience. So thank you for listening. And I will chat with you in the next episode.